This is episode 154. New England. That's almost as bad as England, right? <laughs> I did not think of anything to say. That's okay. That's fine. Because <laughs> it's going to be the tone control. This is going to be our episode. And we blew... Oh, you know what? Here. This is this is happening right now. Everybody ready? Since I didn't play the stupid thing in the beginning... And I forgot it. I'm going to play it right now. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. The world's upside yeah. down and backwards. Yay. All right, Pedal Yay. Genie. Kablam. Nailed it. Cool. All right. Cold in the so. office. Oh no. My hands. It's chilly. It got kind of <clears throat> cold here too. Did it? Yeah, it was like, it's been like down to like 30. Oh, Justin, please. <laughs> Explain to me your struggles. It got a little warmer than that today, though. It's all right. <laughs> it was warm today. It was like in the 40s here. Um, we talk about the weather more than I would care to on this podcast. <laughs> I, I, um, so my dad's here in town. Oh yeah, uh, for a couple of days. He he brought a load of stuff, and I spent we spent most of today putting it into a storage space because they're not ready to fully move into their place yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lady at the storage place, my dad gave my dad his first experience of how Ohio people think that their weather is crazy. Oh no! So she gave him the <laughs> oh man, this weather only in Cincinnati can you have four seasons in one week? Oh come and we're like, on! I'm like looking at my dad sideways like. <laughs> this lady won't stop if we engage her in conversation. She does not understand the reality of her position. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone uh, thinks their weather is the crazy weather. Um, I can I tell you from experience, fact. the actual crazy weather is in Iceland. You might know this as uh, well. I, I, Well, I was only in Iceland for like 20 hours. No, no, a lo- little longer than that. But it was just, it was just a mild rain. Oh, see, we had we truly had the four seasons within a yeah. single day. Yeah, it was startling. And you know, when people make the joke about New England, they actually mean Iceland. Yeah. Well, <laughs> New England, it's like a, it's like almost as bad as England, right? <laughs> it's a little newer. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Gosh. Okay. Well, the other news is that Arya got sick a few days ago, and she's had this fever that won't quit, and that's uh, yeah. very unusual for her. So we've been uh, just—it sort of turned my whole week upside down, and I've been trying desperately to keep up with work and things. But I, you know, by default, as the home guy, I—I I am the mm-hmm. the stay home with Arya guy, and I've had to employ some help and stuff like that. But we're we're working through it. But apparently, this thing is going around, and it's taking kids out for uh, up to like seven to ten days or something. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, they can't go to school if they've had a fever in the last twenty four hours. So, oh goodness, it's, okay. Um, yeah, that's the <coughs> rules. Hmm. That's too bad. Yeah, but she's she's okay. She's not like in trouble, you know. She's she just like got an illness fevers, that's making yeah. her. Yeah, she's got an illness that's making her uncomfortable. She bounces back several times a day when we give her doses of Tylenol and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it sucks. So yeah, it does. And she misses school, so. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, what's happening here? What's happening here? What's happening here? Yeah, what's happening um, here? What's happening here? There. Uh, I'm getting ready to go into the studio soon. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. That's getting closer. I'm going to record for two days. Two half, well, two days. I'm taking a half day from work because we're going to start around noon. Um, okay. And go till into the night hours. So... Yeah, that's the 12th and 13th, I believe, of February. And then, yeah, so that's creeping right up. And drum tracking actually starts on the 1st. So we'll be doing that, hanging out. You're not present for that? No, I am. I'll I'll come and go, probably. Um, I do have some stuff I, like, can't reschedule that weekend, unfortunately. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll be there But you guys made pre-production tracks, right? So he can probably kind of do that himself. 
Yeah, we did full blown as as best as we could do on our own full yeah. production demos. Yeah. So all tracks, layering, everything that we could manage. Um, aside from like doing forty takes to make sure you got the part, because it's mostly like a sketch pad for. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know when you go to record. So um, it's like, yeah, I know what the part is. This will remind me what the part is. I would know I have to do it better. But as far as like arrangement and and all that stuff, very, very detailed demos. Yeah. So that'll help. Um, And it's right here in town. It's like walking distance from my office at work. So that's great. Oh, super. Yeah. So that'll be very handy. Um, So that's two days of guitar. And then we're doing, we're really splitting this thing, this project up. So it's guitar and drums at a recording studio. Um, and vocals at a recording studio. Then at Matt's house, we're going to do uh, keys and other like pads and synths and stuff and bass. And then another like okay. rando percussion, probably like tambourines and things like that. And then we're going to do mixing with Kevin at the Halo. Cool. Yep. Are you, um, is that attended mixing? I don't know. We haven't really gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. We're kind of a ways out. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's the plan. It's coming together really well. We have six songs, and they're like they're super super tight. So it's it's exciting. Way to go, man! Thanks, man. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, of course, I'll share those here when they're ready. Whenever that might be, we don't actually know. But super d duper. Yeah. Um, I got some new gear. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on me, big man. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Oh, God. Well, the last time we recorded, I impulse bought a big muff. Right. Right, Yeah. You you, you, you did a live buy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Live by on the air. This is a really funny thing that happened recently. My friend, our mutual friend Taylor, texted me a little while ago and he was like, So, uh, lesson learned don't get buzzed and reverb. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did he buy? So, he bought some like absolute bullshit, stupid, tiny, 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 like pocket sized guitar amp. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like got one tube in it or something like that. Uh, it's okay. It's hilariously small. And then he plugged it into a 112 cab. <laughs> so it just like looks absurd. <laughs> it's like the size of an iPhone. <laughs> like its own power supply is larger than the, the amp itself. Yeah. So he was yeah. like, it was stupid. I don't know. It's fun. I guess I'll just like keep it on my desk or something. I was like, great. So, and then like I went and did the same thing. So I offered the guy <laughs> who was selling this Big Muff, um, what did like, it was like $48, $46 and like 10 bucks shipping or something like that, but it was open to offers. So I was like, how about we do 50 bucks shipped, like all told? Yeah. And so you're asking was, for a few dollars off. Yeah. I was like, come on, let's make it a cool 50, right? Because any, anything yeah. less than that, and I would have been like, eh, whatever, no, whatever. <laughs> so he uh, <laughs> just accepted and, and I, I bought it. So that was great. And that's here now. And it's uh, very, very large. <laughs> Hang on. It doesn't. Doesn't, jump doesn't over to the realis- new gear day yeah. channel. It to doesn't see the picture. realistically fit on my tiny pedal board that's in my office. Um, uh, it is scrolling up. Um, Man, we talk a lot. It is you approxi- put a picture of it on here, didn't you? Yeah, it's approximately the size of the HX stump. So <laughs> it's a large SOB. Um, but it sounds like a big muff and it's cool and it's a lot of fun to play with. Um, it's not going on. Everybody I told was like, oh, really? Huh, that's a weird addition for you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was, was pumped, like, huh? Nobody was like, oh, cool, that's fun. Those are great. Everyone was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, it's not going on my main board or anything. It's going on, I'm hanging out with it at home. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so Did you look inside is- the box? Inside the Big Muff? Yeah. It's yeah. hilariously tiny in there. There's, there's like <laughs> one square inch of stuff in there. Yeah, it could... Um, yeah, The so I also have the Copper Sound Captain Hook fuzz that Alex sent me to try out. That yeah. pedal could fit inside the Big Muff. Mm-hmm. Inside the case. No problem. 
Yeah. And so anyway, I've been venturing into fuzz. So just, that's where you've been keeping it. Yeah. I've just right. I've just been <laughs> dipping my toe into fuzz a little bit. And uh-huh. the big muff is really fun. It I like it more with uh stacking with other drives and it's really pretty interesting. It sounds yeah. awesome with the small sound big sound mini. Like oh, just okay. truly great cuz the big muff is really uh less a low end. You know, there's no mids and there's like tons of lows. Mm. So the the mini adds some of that sparkle back in. And it's sure. it's just big, it's big and muffy, you know. Does <laughs> big and muffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Captain Hook is here also. The Captain Hook Copper Sound pedals, Captain Hook fuzz. That's on our notes, so I'm trying to give myself a big cue in editing to throw a stinger in here and not miss it. Don't miss it, Justin. It goes here. Nailed it. Nailed it. It's the Captain Hook Octave Fuzz and Boost Limited Edition. Actually says limited, limited edition. edition right on the case. And you missed number 69, I heard. Yes, I did. I got number 68. Yeah. Which, you know, just we were this close to greatness. And didn't the, the guys over at um guys over Jerk at- said that they got 70 or something, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. Did they have one? I think I think he got I think he got one too, and they were okay. uh, they they both of us missed missed sixty nine, <laughs> very quite expertly. Somebody in that photo, like when my photo I posted, uh, commented, "Alex probably kept sixty nine for himself." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. right. That's the of move. Course. That's you gotta." So anyway, um, the Captain Hook is a two in one octave fuzz, and it's got an independent boost, the Gravity Bomb boost that they make. I want to preface this by saying I have not played the Gravity Bomb before this. I've never had a fox catcher. So this or is a double review. Double review. I haven't owned a gravity bomb or any other pedal that contains a gravity bomb. It yeah. sounds very good. It is. I like it a lot. I, I was thinking like, yeah, it's a boost. Great. A boost inside another pedal. Great. I love it. But I, I flipped it on first just to see and like, holy crap, it's really nice. It just adds this like extra punch. There's some nice, like, kind of natural compression happening. It's uh-huh. really good. So, anyway, you can uh, you can hear me flipping this little toggle switch. It's the the mini toggle for putting the boost before or after the fuzz. Oh yeah, which clever. is rad. Very clever, and it sounds super interesting, both before and after the fuzz. The fuzz itself, I'm burping. Sorry. Oh my god! It's gosh. happening. It's happening. The fuzz itself is an octave fuzz. Give us can't... them twenty twenty burps. <laughs> you really struck me with that one. <laughs> um, the octave fuzz is the octave's always on, so there's no switch for the octave. However, there is a knob for bite, which is kind of I don't know if it's a blend or if it's just like a tone shaping thing on the octave you turn up the bite and more octave becomes present so Hmm. there's that uh controls for volume bite fuzz and an independent volume for the boost 9 to 18 volts uh there's a just regular in out it's it's a good size it's got cool graphics it's black and yellow it sounds awesome and i i plugged it in this i had this before the big muff and like I get it. I, I've always had kind of a special place for octave fuzzes because I'm really into like Octavia stuff and Jimi Hendrix style octave up fuzzes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does that when you want it to. Neck pickup above the twelfth fret, above the tenth fret, really, it, it starts to get that like cool, squashy octave the, thing. Yeah, the cool. It's not ruining it anymore. Thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's really it's a lot of fun. Um, it's still. I just need to get over the fact that uh, when I play fuzz pedals, it makes me play guitar differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and for me, that's always like, oh, well, I'm just kind of, I always think of it as like I'm messing around. I'm just having fun with this weird pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not that's not a healthy state of mind to be in, <laughs> I think. Because uh, like there's so much more to it than just like, oh, just dig it around. Well, I, I think... I think dicking around can lead to the more to it, mm-hmm. um, because That's what, I mean. what we've yeah what we've learned is you gotta you gotta get comfortable to where it's a thing you're playing and and it's not gonna come 
If it's not natural yet, then you haven't found it. So it's still out there. Yeah. Um, I did test it with single coils per Righteous Ryan's request. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds good with both. I, I'm really flexible on gear stuff like that. I just, I, I think there Come is. Come to a, Derek with any number of coils. There's a use case for, for whatever you want, you know, in, in some songwriting and or studio environment. To yeah. get the sound you want, like you know, there's there's nothing is off limits. So sure. uh, it's just really it's a rad pedal. I like it a lot. So I did a demo of it, and I also did a demo of. Let me pull up my my Dropbox folder because I forget exactly what we decided on. Um, I compared it to the Big Muff, and then I also compared that Big Muff to the Big Muff models in HX Stomp. Oh yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna so, do. Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do some blind? Should we do blind testing? For can you play them on the show in the chat? Yeah. Well, oh, no, we'd have to we'd have to like we'd I would want to like put it in the episode and then have people come back to us with their answers. Okay. And okay. then we'll review this next time, right? Yeah, that's unless fine. you don't think that's worth that's worth the hassle. I just because it's two weeks, I'm worried we won't we won't get it. But um <laughs> well um are they there's they're solo they're clips you can just put them in put it while well, they're can, labeled um are we going to do the blind thing or no so well, let me, you could let me rename them and drop them in true so let's see i've got the big muff but pie. that would just be people in the chat it would it wouldn't yeah, i don't think we true. can play them on the show well if you played it through your phone like the robot uh yeah but you know how it keeps like I'm I'm worried about it because it, when I try to play guitar on this thing, you guys tell me that it cuts out on me. I think it it's like I that's it not a human same. voice. Because oh, yeah. I hear the robot just fine. All right, yeah. Let's well, say the it. robot we'll just, we'll sounds just... like a human voice. He wants to right, hear it. Right, the man right. wants it. Right. I, I think. Uh, here, here's what I think. Um, well, I, I don't know. If you think it's it's not worth the doing the like blind test comparison thing like i i don't i don't care about that either like it 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 super doesn't matter if if people mm. know um what am i trying to say like like if people know can pick out which one is which one is which one but it's more more interesting just to hear the comparison yourself right i like both ideas really i just think when I've, in the past well, many years ago we tried to do some like Remember, it was like, is it a Kemper or is it an amp? We had that in the early days oh, of Kemper. Did we? And it's, I super we don't just didn't, remember we that. We didn't but. have a lot of interaction <laughs> with it, but that was a long time ago, and now we have an actual community. So maybe yeah. we can. So let's put them in. And um, so here's your options. I'll just tell you wh- what they are. And okay. people can pop in the chat and uh, throughout the, the week, I guess, and tell us what they think is what. And um, Justin, can you put them in in the following order? I you can you? text. You can te- text me the order. Or uh, okay, yeah, let's do that. Then I'll I'll write it to you later. So there's yeah. the EHX Big Muff. This is all going through the HX Stomp amp modeling. By the way, it's just through my regular pedal demo patch, which is yeah. like a Fender I'll, Deluxe. I'll tell you what I'll do. Derek's gonna read out the things that I'm gonna play. I'm gonna randomize the order after Derek gives them to me. Okay. Okay. With a random number generator. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Go everything's on. going through out. the amp modeling on the HX. First is EHX Big Muff Pie, the, the actual pedal that I got on Reverb. The Copper Sound, Copper Sound Captain Hook Fuzz, limited edition. Then the HX Stomp model of the Big Muff Pie. And the HX Stomp Triangle Big Muff. Okay, okay. so there's three Big Muffs and a Captain Hook. Yes. And one of the big muffs is is hardware, and the other two are software. Correct. Um, I I don't know if this is worth pointing out or not. The Big Muff Pi HX Stomp model is a legacy effect. It is from the early. It's like one of those effects that Line Six had oh. in Gearbox. All that stuff is included with Helix. So it's, it's a one of those Helix model. Okay. Right. So the controls on that model are not the same controls that are on the pedal. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yep. uh, but the triangle big muff is a new effect for Helix, a okay. new effect model, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying that <clears throat> the Captain Hook is a big muff style pedal because it's not. Um, it started as me trying to compare 
the Big Muff styles, and then I was like, I'll just throw the Captain Hook in while we're talking fuzz. So we're talking fuzz, and this is my quick four effect test of fuzzes. Everybody sound good with that? Okay, so by now in the by now in the edited version, I will have played the four things in a random order, and then everybody needs to come. Um, I'm going to make a new text channel. Oh, okay. that is for um, for Fuzz voting. Sh- yeah, for 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 voting responses or something. You know, like audience responses. I'll figure out what I what what should we call that. Or should we call oh, this so channel? Because we, we could reuse this. We could yes, do this for yes. whatever. We, when we wanted feedback between episodes, dick pics. We're going to put it in the <laughs> dick pics channel. The uh, Thank you, Sean. In the chat, we are going to make a dick pics channel. And that is where I want you to post which uh, clip you want to think. So it's, there's going to be clips one through four. And, and just tell me which ones you think they were. And we'll do a big reveal uh, after the show, and it's essentially meaningless, so there's no um, there's no consequences to getting it wrong. So, yeah, there. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing for me is, I guess we have we've heard them by now. They are all distinct sounds. They are really uh, the, to say like I, I was originally trying to recreate the Big Muff pedal in HX and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they're all very interesting and unique sounding fuzz tones. So they, they cool. I would not say. They are um, particularly clones of anything like that. Uh, oh my god! Regis Ryan coming in with the dick pics. <laughs> he, drew, he drew a dick. I wonder if I can make the. I wonder if I can make <laughs> I the, can. Ch- the, the the channel be that instead of dick pics. <laughs> so it's possible that you will come to our Discord and upon listening to this episode and find that there is a channel that is a dick instead of saying dick pics. We'll see. We'll I, I don't. See. I don't, for some reason, in the back of my mind, I wonder if they're going to censor that. But they didn't censor it when he said it. I don't know why they would, I guess. Mm. I don't know why I think that way. I don't know. Uh, so I have anyway, a four-year-old yes. daughter. That's probably why I think that way. They all sound pretty different. Uh, but I think the interesting thing for me is coming down to, like, which one sounds good for what you want to do. You yeah. know? They're all that's perfectly right. viable fuzz tones. So uh, that's the deal there. Anyway, and then I also have a separate demo demo of the Captain Hook fuzz. So Okay. There you go. Okay. Should I put that in here too, or is that going to be a different? No, throw that in here. Okay, Captain Hook from Friggin' Copper Sound.
Yeah. I think okay. it's just me riffing. I, I didn't do any drums or anything. So okay. just trying stuff out. And it's 229 bucks, and it's a limited edition. I don't know if I don't think many are left. Wait, I think there are some thought, left. Oh, that's right, because it was it was limited by the number he made. Not okay. He made gotcha. he made seventy, uh, and I yeah. think there's a handful left. I mean, number sixty eight is is available. So. <laughs> he didn't necessarily give them out in order. I, well, they went to do they go to guitar shops? I think they may have probably. So anyway, that's the deal. That's the fuzz talk for this week. Okay. Okay. Righteous. Quite. Quite, quite. So it it looks like the next news item on our list, if I may, yes. is the Fano, Fano, the Fano Omnis series. Omnis? In my brain, I was saying omnis, but yeah, I think that's probably right. Omnis, like, so is that plural of omni? And omni is already everything. So can you plural everything? Everythings? Uh, I have an existential problem with this news item. I mean, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it's cool. Let's move on. What's going... Keeping us on track. Talk <laughs> about them now in the chat. Yeah, okay. So talk yeah. about them now, Derek. Oh, so I guess the thing worth pointing out is that Nam happened while we were in between episodes. Oh, right. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Some bullshit <laughs> trade show thing that everyone talks about for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remembered something else. I'll do it after this. Okay. Fano oh. introduced a sub-$1,000 Fano instrument. That's Fan- novel for them. Yeah. So yeah. Fano guitars are like really fantastic. They were part of the Premier Builders Guild while that was a thing that was going on. Um, Sean in the chat said Fan no, which makes me think he doesn't like Fano, which makes me think I don't like Sean. I think Sean just <laughs> loves the chat. That's what I think. I think he does love the chat. Um, yes. Yeah, they did make a sub thousand dollar Fano. There's a few lines already available. Like you can have them build you one. There's some uh, more entry level models. There's some mid tier where you order the body and then the pickups and then they just slap it together for you. There's all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is now it's got to be made overseas. I'm thinking it's under a thousand bucks. They're like eight fifty to nine hundred or so. And by under a thousand, I don't mean nine ninety nine. They're like a, an approachable price. There's yeah. four models. There's a Telecaster style, but with a Les Paul Jr. body. Oh, so, I see that. My, yes. my mind is blown. Go on. Very cool guitar. Uh, that's called the, what is it called? boop doop The SP6 is the body shape name. Okay. Uh, then there's a Jazzmaster type body with P90s, a Fender Starcaster style, a big hollow body sucker, and uh, then a Fender Mustang style, the short scale jabby. Oh, yeah, it does look kind of shorty, doesn't it? Yeah. It's funny. So these That's are funny. each going to be available in three colors. They have polyurethane finishes, alder bodies, pow ferro fingerboards, maple necks with a satin finish, and they come in a gig bag. I'm cool. on board. Expansion. I like Expansion. it a lot. I like this idea because I've always had a soft spot for Fano guitars. I just really like what they're doing. It's kind of like taking traditional designs and changing them enough that they're still like traditional and safe, but they're really interesting too. They, they they're just skewed kinda, in some way. They all are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on board with this. I like the idea of, of a more affordable boutique brand. It's super interesting to me. I'm catching up on the chat. Uh, the pickups are still, Every, everyone's end. saying yeah. yes. Everyone's saying yes to what you said. Yeah. Uh, I don't like gold hardware. Hmm. So this is a me thing. I don't like gold hardware. Now, in this photo, it looks to me like everything there has gold hardware. I think it's nickel. Like, it's kind of that... Oh, you really? So it may just be like the tone of the photograph. I think it could have been, yeah, like the yeah. color balancing or the room they took it in. Um, yeah, I don't it's think not it's like a. It's not like a close-up high-res shot or anything. It's whatever. And I'm not going to complain. I'm saying, like, for me, but... Um, well, also, I think... Um, 
they, they all have the same hardware for the most part. Like they're saving, this is how they're saving yeah. money on this line. You know, three colors. Right. Right. No, no changes in fingerboards. No changes in this or body woods. That kind of stuff. Yeah, this is like um, a production thing they that they figured out. Yeah, um, I'm really into it. Like so in the description, that, they're saying it, yeah. that they they are they're saying omni from the Latin all and okay. everyone. So they are saying this is a guitar for everyone. That's why they called it omni. I mm, think okay. omni's. I, I don't know. Am I? Am I? Maybe I'm stupid and it's supposed to have an S on it, but it seems like weird. Uh, I'm trying to find it on their website, but it doesn't look like they have an actual. Is it under standard? Oh no, here we go. Shop Omnis. Uh, yeah, Om, Omnis MG6, mm-hmm. Omnis JM6. Uh, let's see. So the pickups in this bad Larry are Fano proprietary design spec P90s. So they're they're making their own pickups now. I think before they were, you could get stuff like Lawlers. Yeah, so I see all P90s except the Tele has a typical Tele bridge pickup, and then that hollow body has humbuckers. Everything else, the Strat and the Jaguar and the Mustang, not Jaguar. Yeah, there's only four. The Strat, the the Mustang, and the neck pickup on the Tele-ish one is all P90s. What Strat are you talking about? There's no Strat. There's no strat. What is that? That's not well. No, no, it's not. You're right. It's not a strat. It's but it's got what frick? Because uh, everything's it, everything's twisted. It's it's strat ish, and it has the um oh, the the one with the vibrato the, arm. That's the Mustang. That's the Mustang. What's the one on the end? Uh, hang on. I'm not looking at the same page. Do you, are you looking at the Jazzmaster? Maybe. I don't on, me, know, you're looking honestly. at the Premier Guitar. I'm starting link. to get very. Con- yeah, I'm looking at that with it doesn't have good photos. Come so. on, load, load, load. Yes, yeah, so it goes Starcaster, Mustang, Telly Les Paul Jr. thing, and then the one on the end is a Jazzmaster style. Jazzmaster, okay. Well, there's a Mustang a and Jazzmaster in there. Yeah. yeah. Except, right, except with the different bridge. Okay, okay, whatever. Justin needs to shut up. Yeah. Includes a gig bag. I feel like you can learn a lot about the um, intended value of a guitar based on the type yeah. of case it comes with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That much is correct. I like this JM6 a lot. Yeah. Uh, they're bolt-on necks. Let's see, 10-degree headstock pitch, vintage style, uh, vintage truss rod style, um, early 60s C-shaped neck, compound radius. What? Wow. What? Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Interesting. On a cheap guitar. Nine and a half to 12. Wow. Okay. Okay. Eric, you got to get one of these and then we got to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. That's a definite, that's a pro feature. So, and I like that they come in some simple colors. So the JM6, you can get in burgundy mist, Olympic white, or black. Bull black, as they call it. (laughs) <laughs> and it's eight forty nine. Cool. I mean, dog. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Fano, we good. Good on you guys. Um, no, they're not relicking. They're not relicking. That's <laughs> right. That's worth pointing out because Fano was one of those companies that was really putting reliced guitars on the map. They, they were back doing in the a day. lot of relicking. Sure. Yeah. So okay. So next up, do you have a Pedal Genie pedal? I don't. It should be here tomorrow, I think. Oh, my I, God. I, thought, I don't either. I think they may have gotten hung up at NAM. I don't know if they went to NAM, but I, I definitely Maybe. sent I, mine I back have with a, time. It's in the mail, though. It's it's on its way. Yeah. I think I sent mine back a little late. I thought it was my fault. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I didn't play the thing at the start of the show. Huh? Oh, God damn. I didn't, I didn't start the show, man. All right, hold on. I'm going to put this in here and I'm going to just say that that's okay. Or maybe I'll just, maybe I won't. Let's not. Let's just go, let's just play their whole thing. Should we play their whole thing? Yeah, they're still part of this community. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to still, we still have Pedal Genie support even though we don't have pedals right now. Oh no, Ty, you're not throwing us off. This is literally how it goes now. We are horribly distracted by the chat room. <laughs> uh anyway. Um so uh I am going to I'm going to 
play the the pedal genie robot read and but we don't have any pedals this week but they are still great and i'm still going to play this thing and this is still this is still going on so anyway here it comes Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want. For one low monthly price, shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you. Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. All right. So, in lieu of Pedal Genie, I do want to talk about uh, my HX Stomp rig because I did kind of change um, a little bit, a little bit of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, I got the Dunlop uh, Volume Mini DP4. Hang on, let me pull up a link for that for the chat. Uh, Dunlop Mini Expression. So, it's it's an expression pedal that is hit with the shrink ray, it's very tiny. It's the deep DVP4 Volume X Mini pedal. <laughs> It'll Are you do, linking us? I am linking. There you go. Oh, there it is. There it is. So it's um, it's it's a tiny little guy, but it serves as a volume pedal traditionally and an expression pedal, and you can change the setting inside the pedal. So I have told my HX Stomp that this is an expression pedal, which I can use to control a volume pedal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, but I can also have it control any other parameter. Um, Brian, right? But that's out, an HX Stomp thing. That's not. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, the the point is, you could buy this pedal and have it be a regular volume pedal for your analog pedal board, or use it yep. as an expression pedal uh, and swap it. So Brian pointed out in the HX or the the Helix Share chat that like to save a block on Helix stuff, you can assign this to the volume on the amplifier. Or the you know the channel volume. Oh, instead of installing a volume pedal into your simulated chain. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's very interesting. Uh, It uh, will in HX or Helix stuff will operate as a wah. Of course, it will control any other parameters. So you can get all wackadoo with your delays and reverbs. You can just like make it do fun, crazy shit. As far as expression pedals go. This thing kicks many butts. It's a really nice pedal, and the size you see it at first, and it's like this thing is like adorable. Right? It's it's yeah. funny and it's cute, but it's a very nicely made pedal. It's a direct drive expression, so there's no string turning a pot like a Ernie oh. ball. Okay, and it comes with a wrench that I'm holding up to no one. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a wrench that you can adjust the tension of that belt of that drive. So you can so what it up are you or, adjusting? Like the resistance of the foot itself, yeah, moving. Yeah. So there's okay. like you can make it really loosey goosey, or you can have it extra stiff. So I tightened it a little bit because it's a so small. So you can loosen pedal. it up and do do like uh, Tom Morello with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rad. <laughs> um, really well built. It's an all metal case. It's got this like kind of diamond plate tread pattern on the top, which I I don't love the look of, but it is as far as grippiness goes. It's it's what you want. It's a tried and true <laughs> method. It's a classic shape. And input and output, and then an auxiliary output, which you can do with other things. It can be like a tuner out, uh, or it could be that's what I'm using for the expression output on the uh, mm-hmm. with the HX thing. So it's a good all around thing, and it was a, it's a solid investment, and it's really opened up HX Stomp in a way that is just great. It's it's I'm having a lot of fun with it. It feels a lot more like my pedal board, my real pedal board, you know, my big one. Yeah. Um, so in getting that, I was like, I'm going to try to kind of make a fly rig for my tone hmm. that I get from my amp with my pedals and recreate it with this uh, HX stomp and mini pedal board I have happening. So uh, the currently I took the plimsoll off of my pedal board 
and I have it here at home. On my main pedal board is the Small Sound Big Sound Mini, and I think I'm probably going to use that for Delaney for a little while and use it on the record because it just it's a little more controlled gain wise than the HX Stomp or than the uh, uh-huh. the Plimsoll. So the Plimsoll is here at home. I pulled up a um, an AC30 type amp in HX, dialed in a, a tone that I was happy with just on the amp, and then introduced the Plimsoll via the effects loop on HX Stomp. Okay. So that is introducing a stomp hard, box into the chain. Loop. Yeah, so I have a stomp okay, box on the pedal board that is going in front of the amp model like a traditional yeah. distortion pedal would. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it sounds awesome. It sounds so much like my rig at practice. It's It really surprised me. And with very little tweaking, I was able to get a sound that I was really <laughs> genuinely impressed with. Yeah. So... um Combine that with, I have like a modulation block and a delay block, and then I can just really easily get something kind of like as a backup rig or something to play with at home when I don't have my full setup, which is most of the time. <laughs> right. It's, it's awesome. It's, I'm really impressed. That's, so that's all. a wonderful I mean, idea. Yeah, it's, it's really excellent. Super duper. So, um, a quick uh, comment in the chat room. What does Plimsoll mean? Yeah, I don't know that. And I do listen to Stuff You Should Know, Eric. I've seen them uh, live okay. twice, Eric. Tell me what Plimsoll means. <laughs> Eric's saying that because of the Stuff You Should Know podcast, he knows what Plimsoll means. And now he's going to fill us in. And maybe I should, we should move on and kill some time. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Tyler, bam. Tyler with the defining in. the word right in person, screenshotting <laughs> the the chat and chatting the screenshot of the chat within the chat. <laughs> that is some that it's is like some great a, a passive aggressive <laughs> chat room shit right there, Tyler. You are the king. <laughs> and here comes Eric. It's like what British people call sneakers or some shit. <laughs> 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 so the real the real answer, according to Tyler's definition, a light rubber-soled canvas shoe worn especially for sports. I mean, Eric's not wrong either. I think Eric's got it. I think we've all got it. We've hit it from all the sides. Uh, I think we locked this one up, boys. That's good work. Yeah, the Plim Sole, S-O-U-L, is the name of the pedal. Right. So uh, it's, I think, Full Tone's highest gain drive pedal. I love it. It sounds killer it sounds really great with my amp it sounds really great with the hx stomp i'm very happy with the setup so anyway i just wanted to mention that i did post a photo at some point a few days ago um in the new gear day channel so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay let's move on all right let's move on next up from mxr timmy Yeah. Huh. yeah, I mean, right? So Timmy's a, Timmy's a mini. Is Timmy a mini? Timmy's a mini now. Timmy's Thanks a mini now. Did Timmy not used to be a mini? No, actually, this, you're gonna like this. Timmy yeah. originated from a pedal called Tim. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Tim was a, a larger in a larger enclosure. Um, I think probably about the size of the Copper Sound stuff, actually. Um, oh, okay. It was a big boy. Yeah, and it was a, a highly sought-after drive pedal. And yeah. they stopped making those because they started making the Timmy, which is a smaller, <laughs> more normal pedal-sized version of the same circuit. Sure. And the, the Timmy just took off. Well, you know, it was selling gangbusters. So it uh, has been acquired, I guess, or partnered uh, with MXR. Mm. So now MXR is making the Timmy. In oh, okay. a mini pedal format, this is super interesting to me because it, it's as though, like, I'm trying to think of another boutique. It's like if Analog Man started making King of Tone with MXR, you know, it's or or Klon stuff with MXR. Like they officially huh, okay. bought in, and it was like, no, this is the new offering of this version of the pedal is now from this big company. Oh, okay, I so it's I like maybe they're buying production. I mean. Maybe. You're saying this thing sells like crazy. Maybe they just didn't. They don't feel like being that big, and this this buys them um, like higher so, production runs or something. Yeah. So Timmy, it was a highly sought after drive pedal made by a guy named Paul Cochran. Is that I'm saying that right? Right. 
Uh, that sounds like a real name, if that's what you're um, asking. He made each one by hand, though. So, like, that's the thing, yeah. you know, and they right. got expensive really quickly. So, I think knew they weren't a normal pedal price, but then on the used market, they were fetching like 225 250 on a regular basis. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and unlike Klon type drives, it is decidedly uh, like very much imprinting on your tone. It's not okay. a transparent thing. It's it's really yeah. the opposite end of that spectrum. So it's got three headroom settings, uh, a two-band EQ that are both cut only. Okay. And then the bass control is pre-overdrive, which helps for tightening up low-end stuff. So the bass and treble are cut only, the bass is pre-overdrive, and the treble is post. Correct. This is some unusual shit right here, man. Yeah. That sounds good. I like I like what they're doing there. This is novel and it is not is not a copy of stuff. I very much enjoy this. And Timmy, yeah. the name <laughs> The they fact win. that it stems from Tim. Yeah. They just win. <laughs> this is this yeah. is all correct. So there's some there's of course no shortage of demos out there comparing the Timmy to the MXR Timmy. Okay. Uh, I'm sure there's some comparing it to the Tim and stuff. So there's all kinds of comparisons i have watched the reverb one that's done by um andy whatever his name is and andy, whatever his, i know that guy a- andy, andy i forget his last name, name but yeah andy, oh gosh oh jesus what the f- is going on over there I, this the the mini expression pedal came with a huge allen wrench and i've been twirling it in my fingers <laughs> i dropped it <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bike wrench it's enormous <laughs> It's actually very comparable to the size of the pedal. Yeah. So I'm going to put that down. All right. Let's, re- let's reboot. Right on. Uh, anyway, so I'm kind of curious as to what this is going to do to the market of original Timmys. Is it going to make them yeah. even more valuable? Is it going to How is make, this going like, to hit the Timmy market? I mean the Tim market. Or do I mean the Timmy market? You mean the Timmy market, yeah. What's that going to do? Like, is it going to pull the rug out from that, or is it going to make the cork sniffing get even worse? Is this going to pull the rug out from under the Tim, or is <laughs> this going to lift the Tim up? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, Sean says he's doing both, so he's still making original Timmies by hand. Is that what you're telling me? What? That seems like a lot of work, but um, it, I think the <laughs> point is it's going to put the Timmy pedal. In that circuit, in that tonal option, in the hands of a lot more people, a lot more easily. So the mm-hmm. MXR one's only one hundred and twenty nine bucks. Still doing both. Smells like this is going to turn into. Yeah, but that's just an MXR one. I have the the real one. It's a license deal, he says. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought it was because um, they're like, oh, we've partnered <clears throat> with, and I, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's limited edition. Um, yeah. Hmm. We shall see how this plays out. It's really interesting to me. I, I saw this and I was really, it, it was the most surprising thing I saw from Nam. I think. Just because it's like, like what if Klon sold to MXR? Right. What if, what if Analog Man, you know? And they compared it to stuff like Way Huge. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about... Uh, way huge is history, I guess. I just feel like the Timmy's been around for so long and it's like so known. Mm. You know? I don't know. Okay. That's all that, I guess. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, well, hey, there's one more thing here on the notes. And yeah. it's coming to us from Martin. We don't talk about acoustics enough. Yeah. So, <clears throat> is are we talking about that now? Are we talking about how we don't talk about acoustics enough? No. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah. It it is what it is. If people want us to talk about acoustics, they can ask us questions. We're very in touch with the fan now. So, <laughs> the collective um, fan. Yeah. 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 So I feel yeah. like I feel like I know for sure what people are interested in. So I'll throw anyway. this link in the chat too because this is this really struck me as a interesting thing. I think there's just mm-hmm. not as much, or it's harder for me to see 
innovation in the acoustic guitar market. Um, this, however, yeah. really stood out. So look at this thing. It's the Martin SC-13E. Okay. And it's like kind of like an offset acoustic. Really? Oh, look at, I guess. Okay. So, so check it's out. got the cutaway, so it's, but it's different. It's doing the cutaway yeah. thing, but look how super crazy deep the cutaway is. The deep and straight. It's just uh Yeah. So it's not a cutaway the, so much as it is a missing. Right. So if you look at the scroll down and you look at the back of the guitar, you can see it's yeah. got this like contoured heel thing. They totally oh, okay. reshaped and redesigned the heel um, to get super high access to the upper register on the guitar. Really well, they must be very confident about their intonation. <laughs> yeah. Because they're betting pretty much a whole guitar design on being able to play way the fuck up there. They're calling it a heel-less design. I don't know if I would go that far. But um, <laughs> Okay. It's, it's acoustic electric, so it's got a Fishman MX-T electronic system in it. It's got a built-in tuner, that kind of stuff. Um, look at all these photos of people totally shredding on this Totally guitar. shredding it. Just think, nasty. Look at the deep bends this motherfucker right, is doing. I saw a pretty good... Pretty good claim about this. If you are someone who uses a capo a lot and you want to be capoing up a little higher than like uh -huh. one or two, this will give you some easier access to upper registers when you're capoed up already. You know, when you're moving your keys up like that, it kind of extends the upper range of your guitar a bit. But it doesn't though, because those well, frets play the same note no matter where you capo. Right, but you can reach them now. Yeah, but you can reach them whether there's a capo there or not. Not, I'm saying right, the capo guitar, comment yes. is completely irrelevant. Maybe. Yes, everyone capos. Everyone in the chat capos. I capo. I capo when I need to change a song because my wife's like, oh, this is falling right in the break of my voice. This is very important. You capo, you capo, you capo. But I capo, the he, cutaway, she, capos, yeah. Of course, but the cutaway <laughs> in this guitar capo? has nothing to do with capoing. That was my comment. I'm calling it out. This has nothing to do with capoing. No, 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 it doesn't. But if you, I'm saying if you were to capo on five or something or higher, sure, you're able to access more guitar now because of that deep cutaway. So compared to a guitar where you can't reach that crap without bending your wrist over in half. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's all. Okay. All right. That's it. I just thought I'd make a big deal out of it. I was trying to get some more heat into the show. Do you think it worked? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really personally offended. <laughs> so yeah, you so does that mean fun? I hit the mark or didn't hit hard enough? Uh, Delaney has a couple Sean, of capo Sean songs. Didn't like it. You have capo songs? Yeah. So, so when, the, when Delaney capos, they suddenly play in standard tuning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that is a thing that I've like. Having I don't struggle it. with, but I I do it. And I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, one of those new songs, is, we capo up to the first fret, and then. Um, <laughs> but what's funny? I'd love is, to to capo capo to the second fret. That's fine. Came to the first fret. Oh God, what are we doing? Well, from E flat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Matt plays it in drop D because he's got a different chord voicing for parts of the song, and Capo's yeah. at the third fret. Okay, and Lunatic. So we're not even Capo at the same fret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah. This is all fine. Yeah. Zero <sighs> Capo fret. <laughs> <laughs> Zero fret. Wait, capo. what would that be? Zero fret. Yeah. So would that be a, a so okay so I'm now I'm envisioning a guitar with a permanently installed capo that you just ratchet up and down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah. the capo's built into the guitar. This is innovation. Yeah, Eric is confused by my capo 1 capo 3 thing. So yes, we play in E flat standard in Delaney. So I I take it is a math problem. I take <laughs> my guitar in standard E flat standard and capo it on the first fret to bring it up to regular E standard. Matt plays in drop D because in in drop It's actually drop, drop D sorry, drop C sharp. Drop C sharp because we're in E flat standard. So then he yeah. takes that tuning and puts a capo on 3, which is a really Jimmy Eat World move to do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to know how to sound like Jimmy Eat World, um yeah, tune Drop. your shit wrong and then capo the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> capo that sucker up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so it's it's really cool. It's it's a really interesting sound. Actually, it works really well for the song. Um, I don't love capoing because we don't have many songs that do it, and it's always like, oh, we gotta. It's like changing to bring a piece of equipment around and tune some shit. Tune more than you usually would, yeah. but um, oh, here's Sean coming in with all you need is three chords. All you need is guitar, cable, amp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> says the pedal guy. I was just getting to that. <laughs> I follow some guitar memes pages on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, and they're usually really fun. Uh, and then there's always one about how like, oh well, all the gear in the world doesn't make you a better player. Uh, you know, lesson band meme six six six. Yeah, that's the one. That's the guy. <laughs> um, and the, like you know, no one's looking to take guitar lessons and <laughs> that kind of. It's like <laughs> off. You know what? Pedals are fun. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the thing about the Martin. Okay, so yeah, so the Martin, it's an acoustic guitar, and the thing that's different about it is this wild, wild cutaway. Yeah, I also think it looks like they pushed the whole bottom of the guitar down as a result, but they didn't. It just kind of looks like it's dripping like an offset. It looks dripping because of how weird that is, so it's, it's yeah, yeah it, it's um, kind of, um, what's that shape? Is that double O? Double O, uh... Because Dreadnought guy. is the one where it kind of it's a little square on the bottom. This is not that. It's a very round on the bottom. Yeah. Um maybe double O. I don't know the names of the shapes because we never <laughs> talk like, about acoustic minute, guitars on the this. show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like the Martin Triple Zero. Eric, um, what is that guitar shape besides the cutaway? Is that is that what's the name of that? Eric, type faster for Christ's sake. Eric, type faster. (laughs) Eric. (laughs) Dead air. Come on. Ah. Come on. (laughs) Don't type hey easy. (laughs) You're killing precious airtime here. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if I look under. Oh, by the way, this guitar is $1,900. So there's that. Oh. My phone. Someone's calling my business line and I can't seem to make it be quiet. Uh, I'm thinking it's something like, oh gosh, it, yeah, it's it's a closer to the double zero. Um, I'm looking at their other guitars. It's definitely not Dreadnought or OM. I think it's closer to OM style, OM twenty okay. eights, that kind of thing. Which mm-hmm. are a cool six grand, by the way. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's the thing for Martin. It's uh, it's it's interesting. And then there's like tons of other from them that I couldn't possibly begin to put in here because you know yeah. we've seen your delay pedal with tap tempo and all that. I don't, I don't need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I mean, what the hell, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. I haven't paid very much attention to Nam, honestly. Um, I've just been so busy with other stuff and I figure I'll hear about stuff that any, anything that actually comes to fruition and, and is worth a damn. Well, I think the fan will make it out of these in the MXR Timmy are two of the highlights from Nam mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been to Nam and I just follow it on YouTube and stuff this year. I decided I absolutely hated the interview from the show floor videos on, on Nam. Yeah. Um, I was like, ooh, Nam's starting, cool, mm-hmm. gear, ooh, those will be great for the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And then my feed on YouTube was just full of like, oh, we're here with so, and I immediately clicked off. I'm like, I don't know why, I just suddenly hate this so much. I don't, just send the me noisy, to the, Yeah, the noisy show yeah. floor interview. So what do you think's going to happen? And it's like, this, it's yeah, going to take like you. taking his SM58 and holding it up to a tiny guitar amp. <laughs> yeah, like what are we supposed to learn from that? And And why aren't we just reading the press release? Oh, Ranger Effects. Maybe we'll talk about this next time. Ranger Effects introduced a pedal that is designed to like have liquid poured into it. And it analyzes huh. the liquid and changes the tone of the pedal. It's a drive pedal. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, that's novel. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. uh So they demoed it. They had like nail polish remover, they had one with Coca-Cola. So wait, one it analyzes beer. how? I don't know what it's doing. Is it That's running current kept... through it? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what it's doing, but it's got like a little water bottle cap right on it. 
Yeah. And we'll research it. We'll put it in next week. How about that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw the headline that was like, oh, the first guitar pedal designed to have beer spilled on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes so that makes for a good headline. That's that's definitely new and I actually um, saw the headline first on Engadget of all places. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that's it, man. Yeah, that that's that's do it. That's that's a tight episode, man. We just that's threw a really good episode. We got it in there. We didn't blow. You know no. what I just realized? We didn't try to put a pedal demo in it. Yeah. We didn't try to put like one of my stupid live pedal demos in there. <laughs> Although people tell me that's cool. Whenever I do it, people are like, "No, I like this." So, I don't know, whatever. Uh, what am I doing here? I'm looking up our patrons because I want to thank yeah. them. Yeah. Although the Patreon so app just changed a whole shitload, so thanks for nothing. I'm kidding. Whoa. It's way right, better updates. than it used to be. So yeah, let's hit our things because that that is one thing we did. We did not hit the stuff in the beginning, and I totally blew the whole intro to the Can show. I not but pull up a list of patrons on my friggin' app. Are you kidding me? <sighs> <sighs> okay. Here's the deal, guys. The tone control exists now mostly on Discord. So when you're not listening to the show, you should be on the Discord chatting with everybody. There's a bunch of channels. There's even going to be one there that looks like a dick. And that you're going to need to get in there to to cast your votes or whatever for the for the thing. So uh, Discord's fun. It's free. Join up and and chat. There's like conversations going on there all the time. And um, there's there's good folks chit-chatting about guitars. It's what's happening when this show isn't literally in your earbuds at that moment. And everyone who wants to support us can jump on over to Patreon. That is awesome and helps us pay for the little bits of things that we slowly do. You know, we we do the show for fun, but there are some aspects of it that are, that are not entirely free no matter what we do. Um, and so it has been really awesome these past uh, couple of months. When did we start the Patreon? Yeah, um, it has been a couple of months, I think. Yeah, it has been really awesome to have like actual supporters be able to do that and 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 uh, give us their support, and that's been really encouraging. And I think it's it's made me feel <laughs> much more connected, as I was bragging about earlier in the show. Um, we started like the I'm Patreon and the Discord topic. for episode one forty eight titled "They're spamming the chat with butts." <laughs> Yeah, the chat did kind of get rowdy right away. And that's all good. That's fine. This is what we like. So yeah. patreon.com slash the tone control. You can go there for as little as a dollar a month. And we will uh, give you a shout out on the show and a thank you. Uh, and if you want to upgrade that to $2 a month, there is a special channel in our Discord that is just for recording this show live. That is where we are right now. And that is the chat that is filled with butts. <laughs> and and that's that's basically the story. So Derek, did you find a list? I we have not gained a patron since last time, so I just copied the list from last time. Okay. okay. That works for me though. So but you know what else I noticed? Patreon doesn't tell you when someone drops off your list. Oh. So it's possible um, some of these people aren't supporters anymore. It's possible. I doubt it though. <laughs> Um, because we're really not asking that much, and I think two bucks a month is enough for people to forget that they're paying us. <laughs> okay, anyway, right. let's get to it. Sean Wright, Steve Huffman, Righteous, Ryan Johnson, Nick Greenwood, Kyle McIntyre, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi, Doug Gann, Doug Christ, and OG, friend of the show, Brian Rizzi. Thank you all so much for your donations and your, your Patreon support and hanging out in the chat. And being fans of the of the cast, you know. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's so what is stupid! It? it sounds so stupid when you say it. No, it but does. sincerely, thank thank you all. Uh, Eric just dropped this bomb on like I, I meant to tell you guys, and then ceased typing. Oh, that's a. I think I think his <laughs> no no the gag was because he was saying that right when we were talking about how somebody could disappear off the. Oh 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 okay. He was, I, was like, not, oh, I didn't have the, the chat way. up then. Yeah. Derek was away from the chat, so he missed the yeah. timeliness of that joke. I got it. I anyway. Got it. Okay. I think that's it, man. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So anyway, see ya, see you all next time and we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it rocking in the and and uh anyway, yeah, we'll go. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, thanks for listening and fuck off. <laughs> way, to, way to totally blow it at the end. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we get Justin. most distracted by the chats. I know.